Today's Chaser Report is sponsored by Zoom Weddings. At last, you can participate in your family and friends' most special day without getting out of your pyjamas. Just make sure that you don't invite that risky uncle who's gonna say a thing or two in his speech, 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 to the bride and... Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report for Tuesday the 28th of September 2021. I'm Dom Knight. Hello, Gabby Bolt. Hello, and we've got someone else, Dom. We who's that? Who's that? who's that old man Charles. in the corner of the Zoom? It's Charles Firth. It's Charles. like I never left. Freshly turned 69 and everything. <laughs> yeah, I did have a birthday. Um, How was it? I was good. I think I need a break uh, <laughs> from my break. Is, <laughs> right. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it is school holidays, so literally, oh. you know, it just means more time with your kids. It, yeah, it's hey. kind of hard to distinguish yeah. that from non-school holidays, isn't it? Yeah, so it's really, it's all a blur. But I must say, I do think that Scott Morrison has the right idea about oh, yeah. this stuff. Right. Mm. Because he, I don't know whether you saw yesterday, but he's unsure whether he's going to turn up to Copenhagen on the oh, 1st of shock. November uh, 2021. Shock now, and horror. This is the big climate know, summit. Copenhagen 26 is basically, it's the climate change conference of the last few years. Mm. Right? It's, it's the time when, you know, the whole world is going to get together in one place and decide how to not let the planet burn alive in our lifetimes, right? And Scott Morrison has said, you know, maybe maybe I don't want to do that. Maybe, well, you know, like I know it's my job and everything, but maybe I just don't want to turn up. And frankly, I can relate to that. I, don't, I think I need another break. I think I need a break from my break. From Hold my on, break. None, of this is, none of this is adding up though because isn't Scott Morrison's favourite thing going away? Like, isn't that his favourite thing to do? Yeah, look, going away to Hawaii, yes. Going away for some photo ops in Washington. Where you've literally paid a $100 billion to get the photo op of shaking <laughs> hands, right? But actually, you know, like Copenhagen, you'd actually have to do a bit of work. You don't understand, Charles. Add Charles. up how much carbon there is. You know, it, like, it's too much work. You he don't set a do goal. That. He set a goal of net zero attendance at climate summits. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> He's met the like Matt Canavan said it would never happen, and yet Scott Morrison straight out of the gate net zero attendance. Well, he's got to get the um, the leader's sign off if he wants to go to that, and that's Barnaby Joyce. And the way he's mm. talking, it's not going to happen. I mean, Joyce has made it pretty clear that um, the miners come first, and that unless the miners are looked after. Wait, sorry, um, Dom, do you mean minors or minors? Oh, sorry, not the children he's supposed to be looking after in his own oh, family. Right. No, 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 the coal no, I, miners. I thought he had a plot twist, sorry. No, 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 there aren't more children. Um, I think six is, <laughs> I think he's drawing the lights. But Barnaby, get the snip. But no, I, yeah. thi- I think unless Joyce says so, he can't do it. Charles. But it's, it's, he can't it's go. nicely ironic, isn't it? Because by looking after the minors, E-R-S, uh, he's not looking after the minors, in no worries. No, he's so. choking the children of the future. That's true. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So on today's show, <laughs> on today's show, Nina Riyama is going to join us to discuss her adventures as a comedy influencer. Ooh. And Alexia is going to look at the CIA plot to kidnap Julian Assange. But first of all, let's go to Rebecca Dana Minow in the Chaser Newsroom. Right after this. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems. 
But getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Billionaire Elon Musk and pop star Grimes have announced they are divorcing after three years of marriage. The couple have agreed to share custody of the title, most annoying person in the world. Elon will have it on alternate weekdays and every second weekend. Colleagues of Musk say they were worried he was having a midlife crisis after he started turning up to work in a Tesla. Scott Morrison has declared that he may not go to the climate summit of world leaders in Copenhagen in November. Mr Morrison said that the climate crisis was clearly a massive emergency for Australia, so he would instead head straight to Hawaii until it all blows over. West Australian Premier Mark McGowan has unveiled his roadmap for reopening his state, saying that he will allow visitors the moment the sun rises in the west. While some say the sun rising in the west is impossible to achieve, McGowan's approval rating has soared to 115% following the announcement, something that was also previously thought impossible. That's the latest Chaser news you can't trust. Remember to follow or subscribe to The Chaser Report wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Rebecca De Unamuno, or as the ABC radio website calls me, Rebecca Unamuno. The Chaser Report. News you know you can't trust. Some big revelations about Julian Assange in the past couple of days. What's going on, Alexa? Yeah, yeah, there's, there's new reports out about, I guess, in short, a plot... To kill him. So wait a minute. Hasn't hasn't the whole of Julian Assange's thing been for the last sort of half a dozen years that the CIA and the US want to kill him and that's why he shouldn't go to the US because they'll just kill him? And so it's turned out to be true, is it? Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, and everyone else has just been going, oh, well, Julian Assange, he's so paranoid. He thinks they're going to kill <laughs> yeah, him. Yeah, that's such rubbish, Julian. Go and face your accusers, Julian Assange. I think it's, it's not even such an unbelievable story either. Like in, in this article, they called it an unprecedented CIA campaign against WikiLeaks. And I just, I think that's a bit insane because I thought that was the CIA's main job. Like, I thought that, that's, <laughs> that's all they did. It was to knock off freedom fighters and people who want free speech. Yeah, I think that's, that is exactly. To stop the whistleblowers blowing. That's what they do. The, just the, the only difference was he wasn't from Latin America. He was uh, from Australia. Yeah. To be fair, he was in the Ecuadorian embassy. Yeah, so he I was... think it's still sticking to um, CIA uh, habits. But this is very weird, Alexa, because, like, Julian Assange is a pro-Trump supporter, isn't he? Like, at one point, they were kind of seemed to be in lockstep and then Trump wasn't such a fan of oh, the end. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think the whole Trump-WikiLeaks connection wasn't an actual thing. I thought it was more of a coping mechanism for Democrats because, you know, they lost an election. But the thing that, that, that ruined the little love affair with Trump and, and WikiLeaks was this thing called Vault 7, which happened in 2017. It was like the largest data loss in CIA history. So WikiLeaks had hacked the CIA and uncovered all their different hacking techniques. So the CIA apparently was able to hack cars and smart TVs and web browsers and smartphones. Um, and I guess the CIA was quite upset about all of this becoming public. So Pompeo, who was in charge at the time, kind of went up to Trump being like, oh, we need to we need to kill this guy. Uh, <laughs> I 
Um, imagine having a work problem and going, you know what? Death is the solution. You, you go to your boss and go, let's just yeah. kill him. But yeah, so <laughs> just, I think he was he was yeah. in the bad books of both people. You know, Democrats hated him <laughs> for leaking DNC stuff, and then Trump hated him for the CIA leaks. There's no, there's no good way to leak. It's almost it as if he doesn't really take sides and just publishes everything. Quite like Charles. Yeah, so WikiLeaks released all this this stuff about the CIA and then immediately Mike Pompeo comes out on TV and says this. WikiLeaks walks like a hostile intelligence service and talks like a hostile intelligence service. So what, what they were doing there is essentially classifying WikiLeaks not as, you know, uh, the press, but as an actual hostile intelligence service, which meant that they were free to do all this cool stuff. Like killing. Didn't the Trump White House like working with hostile intelligence services from Russia, for instance? <laughs> I thought they were, that they would be in cahoots. And and does that and does that mean that the chaser could become a hostile intelligence service rather than a satirical news service? Well, certainly hostile and, already. And think. then we could do things like buy submarines and jet. You know, like we'd have all the tools of the state. Charles, it at requires our intelligence. I think we're almost I think we're halfway there though. We've all been under house arrest for quite some time now. I think I think Mm. we're filling the WikiLeaks. We are all Julian Assange. Well the good news though is that if the CIA decides to assassinate us all, it's not going to be able to pull it off, so we're fine. They can have me. I'm fine with that. That's a great way to go. People will be asking questions in my family tree for a very long time. (laughs) Come and get me. You know where Sydney, guys. I know where she lives, um, Langley, if you need to know. (laughs) A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Today's Chaser Report is sponsored by Zoom Weddings. Remember kids, if you get the framing just right, nobody has to see the shotgun. But they'll know it's there. Lachlan, Dom, isn't the only one trying to get free stuff on this podcast. Nina's here to talk about some influencing she's been doing of her own. Hi, Nina. Hello. Life update. Can I just say, I've decided to become a comedy influencer. Oh. Amazing. Thank you. That's two See of you. See you later. That's the end of the story. <laughs> Who have you influenced? So, like, it was completely by accident. Okay, so firstly, like, my history with influencing. I'm not an influencer, by the way. Like, I'm not, like, one of those people that's always, like, if you cite my code, like, you get 20% off on these clothes or whatever. And my... Weirdly, my history was like getting reached out by a sex toy brand and I kind of was just so stoked that anyone would want me to represent them that I was like, yes. And then after I did that, three more sex toy brands reached out to me and I was like, okay, this is, I don't want to be the sex toy guy. <laughs> like I was kind of like, listen, I was happy to do it one time because uh, my the person who asked me was my friend. Yeah, after that, I was like, no. But I will say I accidentally influenced my way. I influenced too close to the sun. Oh, I influenced no. my way into getting linen bed sheets by oh. making a joke on Twitter. 
Oh, now yeah. that's a that's a good one. That's classy. So linen bed sheets. I've looked into linen bed sheets. They're expensive as they fuck. They are so expensive. <laughs> Can I just say I've never bought bit. I've never bought linen bed sheets. Like I'm a Kmart gal. I am yes. like fifteen dollar. Like who cares what yeah. I sleep in? Like I just pass out at the end of the day and I lie down and it's like that's for that. Yeah. My life has changed. I'm not working for Big Linen by the way. So uh, I don't know if I can promote the actual company because they're not. Oh, I guess they did send me some free stuff, so I can. But like they're not an official sponsor of the podcast. Also, now you can mention them. It's fine. Quickly, like I've never slept on linen sheets in my life because I don't care about my health and well-being because <laughs> I view myself very much as a gremlin that doesn't deserve to have good things. So, but I will say, so like just before my 28th birthday, I actually tweeted about this company called Bed Threads, right? Because like all my friends have been buying bed threads and they're a very like fun company that do like a lot of fun autumn colored bed sheets, which seems mm. to be in vogue right now yes and every single one of my friends had like started buying them and it was almost like a trend but i forever you know the anti-capitalist socialist bernie sanders voter no i can't do that because i'm in australia but like being the kind of person that i am where i'm like i'm just getting kmart bed sheets because it's cheap um yeah. i was very against it but then i did this tweet right which was like i'm gonna read it out i hope that's okay and not too yeah. self-congratulatory but i wrote everyone colin when you turn 28 that's satin return baby your life is going to go freaking crazy. At age 28, I quit my high-paying corporate job and bartended in Spain for a year. It was wild. And then I wrote, every 28-year-old I know, yes, yeah, so I've been thinking about ordering new sheets from bed threads. <laughs> and I thought that was funny because that's like, you know, the difference between what you can do to rebel now and what you can do. Because, you know, Saturn Return, let's talk about Saturn Return for a second. Is that go it's off. like this. Do you, have you heard of Saturn Return, Dom? Yeah, Not I saw a whole like play about it called Saturn Returns. Oh, really? Yeah, so I'm so sorry I'd never heard that you of had it to watch a that. play. <laughs> I'd never heard of it before. You that. went to live good. theater? Oh, no. I I, well, I hope it was worth it. It was a long it. time. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Live theater is somebody I was talking to, Heath Franklin, he was like, live theater and poetry is like recorder. Like when it's like most people do it and it's horrible and it's really bad, but when it's good, it's pretty, pretty bloody good. <laughs> and I can agree with that because I actually used to play in a recorder quintet. Amazing. So I tweeted this thing about bed threads and weirdly, bed threads reposted it they did blur out the bit where i said freaking crazy i think they put a little a little like white out to just say crazy um and i did use a, the swear word in the ah. tweet that i did i was trying to censor myself for the podcast because i have forgotten whether oh, no, this is a swear friendly podcast i swear all the time or i was like podcast. it was fucking crazy cunts no i'm just kidding but i <laughs> i did i like i tweeted this thing and then I ended up on the Bed Threads Instagram page and I somebody messaged me being like, you should ask them for free stuff. And because I'm like, I'm not worthy every time anyone does it, I didn't ask anything. But I was like particularly like emotional at the time. Like I was like going through a lot of, you know, lockdown blues as you do. Mm. And Bed Threads actually reached out after, off the back of the tweet and they were like, we would like to send you some free Bed Threads. And I was like, thank you, Bed Threads. And then I was like, I'm literally crying right now. And then Bed Threads was like, it's okay, babe. And I was like, Bed Threads, stop it. Like, I had this full conversation <laughs> with a human where I was like, Bed Threads, like, you have no idea how much this means to me. Like, I'm having a really bad lockdown and this is like, made my entire day. Like, thank you so much. And Bed Threads was kind of like, okay, calm down. Um, but I got sent the Bed Threads. So I think like, maybe, maybe, like, is there anything that anyone wants? Maybe we can do a funny tweet about it and think about it together. I just, the tweet sounded great. And I'm glad you didn't filter your personal brand. Um, Nina, for that one. <laughs> but it, it does feel like you kind of got into an 
a codependent relationship with bed threads thereafter. And, uh, is that healthy? Do you know, the weird thing about bed threads is it's actually, it's not run by a human. It's run by this like sentient group of sheets, like mm. linen sheets that are very soft I'd and very linen. good on the tongue. Oh, it's yeah. totally passion linen. It is coming. I'm, it's sure coming. We've all practiced, I'm sure we've all practiced pashing on linen at some point. Maybe not linen. The but nicest like, fabric to pash. Exactly. <laughs> like it's so soft. It dries, it dries silky. No, I don't. Yeah. I actually haven't washed my bed threads yet, um, but I have put them on my bed. I do think it is funny though. I've been like thinking a lot about Saturn Return and um, ways that I'm going to try and rebel against the man for my for my you know formative years. Don, what did you do on your Saturn Return? I I think if I recall correctly, 28 was just another year of um, utter misery of doing Chaser TV shows. I don't think there was anything special about it. So is Saturn Return like a thing that happens when you age? Is that? Well, the theory behind Saturn Return is that the, so the sun comes around the earth every 28, 29 years. And so oh. because you've like reached one of your full sun rounds, you're apparently nice. supposed to go absolutely insane. And That's why 30-year-olds are all bonkers. <laughs> exactly, because they're coming off the back of their Saturn returns. And so, like, when you're 28, apparently, like, you have an identity crisis and you don't know who you are. And a lot of people, like, move countries and quit their jobs and leave their relationships because that's the year you got to do it. It's like your first midlife crisis before you reach... Midlife. I feel like I've had about 65 Saturn returns in the space of three months. I feel like I've changed personalities a million times. Really? Yes. And I'm only 25. Maybe I'm getting a pre-Saturn, pre I'm getting like a Jupiter return. You're early. Mm. Yeah, Venus. Give me Venus. Probably why I'm sweating all the time. So what have you got scheduled for the next year? It's hard to go and travel overseas and go too crazy under lockdown, admittedly. Yeah, so what's your rebel plan? Honestly, my rebel plan, maybe this is not funny, but I started going to the doctor. Oh. And I know it's like a very weird thing to the man, Nina. <laughs> Did you know you can go to the doctor and they will fix what is wrong with you? What the fuck? And this is absolutely blowing my mind. And so that's kind of my my little rebellion against myself, which is like, I just, I didn't know. And this is a weird thing wow. to say. But when you're young, you think you're invincible. And then when you're 28, you go, oh, my knee's a bit sore. <laughs> I probably should check that out. So that's how I've, my, my sound of return is actually manifested um, by getting new bed sheets sent to me by bed threads. Thank you, bed threads. And also um, fixing my broken body. There you go. This segment spo- sponsored by Linen Bed Sheets and, <laughs> and the Australian Big Medical Doctor. Association. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can Thank we get you, some Nina. fucking free surgery? That'd be great. Can I get a free surgery? I don't know. I, I, maybe I'll have to make a joke about Try it. Try and influence your way to a doctor's surgery for free. Can we Can we impressed. think about like a fun doctor tweet that we can do? Ooh, or like free Ooh. dental? That shit's expensive. Oh, yeah, free Ooh, dental. That, my teeth, my teeth are jacked. <laughs> Dental's so expensive. Yeah. It truly is. I haven't worked my way up to um, sat and returning my dental, but when my knee is fixed, That's guess nice. what? I'm going to go crazy and I'm going to brush my teeth. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. The Chaser Report is sponsored by Zoom Weddings, where it's fine, apparently, for a couple to ask you to watch them kiss over Zoom, but you ask for anything more and suddenly that's weird? Like, what? No, it's a double standard. I'm bringing attention to the double stand. Ah, what do you mean? No, it's not weird. Jeez Louise. Just before we go, big congratulations to Baz Luhrmann and Moulin Rouge, the first ever Australian winner of Best Musical, I believe, at the Tonys. Incredible work. Gabby. Yeah. Weren't you meant to win a bunch of Tonys? Oh, not only was I meant to win a bunch of them, Dom, I was also meant to be nominated for one. uh, (laughs) And I wasn't either. I wasn't nominated for an Emmy or a Tony. Uh, My EGOT dreams went to shit this year. That's fraud. The the only reason I hired you was because I thought you were nominated for an Emmy Award and a Tiny Award. And as somebody who was a part of one of the only original musicals to come out of 2020, I gotta say, it's a fucking stitch up. (laughs) If you're not across this, Gabby's one of the creators of Ratatouzical, the TikTok musical based on Disney's beloved Ratatouille. And look, we're not saying that it's a good musical, but it's like process of elimination deduces that it's one of the only ones in Best Original Musical. Who is this Baz Luhrmann upstart anyway? He didn't have Wayne Brady. You had Wayne Brady. Wayne Brady was at the Tonys. He won a Tony. Wait a minute. So wait a minute. Moulin Rouge won a Tony. Yes. It's, yes. There's now a musical yes. of Moulin Rouge. Keep, keep up. Keep up with the great white way, Charles. So the terrible movie has been made into a terrible musical and then won all the awards. You didn't hear it from me, but it actually is a terrible musical. That's what I would say if I'd lost to Tony to Moulin Rouge in the past few days. I'm not bitter. I'm just better. Look, you know what? I've got to get my my heart set on the BAFTAs. Or, you know, better yet, the Helpmans. You could do the Helpmans. Yeah, do the Helpmans. Anybody listening to this, if you have any association with the Helpmans, I don't even care what the award is for. It could be for biggest dickhead. Oh, no, no. that, That goes to Baz Luhrmann. (laughs) <laughs> well, Charles is back and the podcast got the ratings, depressing. The ratings went up, I would note, while I was away. They did. Thank you for that, everyone. Fuck you all to all the people who listened to it more while I was away. Fuck you. Today's code word, if you'd like to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, is why did you come back, Charles? Um, it's really helpful if you subscribe or follow the podcast. I think that's why the numbers have gone up, actually, because lots of people have been subscribing. Thank you for that. Our gears from Road Microphones. We're part of the ACAST Creator Network. Catch you tomorrow. We'll be back tomorrow with Baz Luhrmann, Dom Knight and Charles Firth. You guys can all get fucked. Fuck you.